0: As we have a, a bye week, almost, for the NFL, as we lead up to the, Super, to the Super Bowl next week, we're in Vegas from Monday, but this weekend is the Reese's Senior Bowl. And the draft starts will be, as we say, every year now as we welcome in the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, Mr. Jim Nagy. Jim, I think this deals in a yearly occurrence now, but it, it's hard to believe it's that time of the year, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It goes by fast. Nothing. I can't believe it's already here. But uh, awesome to be back on. Thanks for having me. And I guess look before we go into the whole senior bowl talk, I, I have to mention this. I want to give a shout out to our college football team for even bringing this up. And it it was it's just funny. It's been that busy, Jim, at this time of the year. Uh, obviously, you were with the Seahawks. Uh, cr- huge news of Pete Carl over the last few weeks. Just what were your thoughts on that? Because it shocked me. But I guess at the same time, all eras come to an end.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a it was a heavy twenty four hours there. I mean, Pete and then Bill Belichick, who I worked for for, you know, seven years. And then coach Saban down here in our, our state where we are in, in Mobile, Alabama. You know, that's what we did 24 hours, three legends, three guys that really built their legendary status at the three places, all leaving those places. So, uh, yeah, with, with, with Pete, with Pete leaving, that's obviously an end of an era in Seattle. And, and what a mark he left on that franchise. I mean, he'll be in the ring of honor and shoot. Hopefully they'll name the field after him or something, but, um, he left, he, he left a, a great impression on me as well. Uh, his leadership, his positivity, his genuine positivity, I should say that, like it wasn't manufactured. I mean, this guy is, he is truly unique. Um, and I feel grateful that I spent five years in that building with him. It was, uh, you know, selfishly very advantageous for me as a leadership. I from, you know, in a leadership role. I, I really took a lot from Pete and John both. Um, so, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be different moving forward without Pete there.
0: There's no doubt we we were very impressed with the way that coach carl and t- to be honest Jim the whole organization handled themselves the time that they were in germany and Munich a couple of years ago it was just it was a great experience and props to them and obviously wish him well going forward uh, it's it's obviously a big week for you guys in mobile and it's 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 crazy that it's just sort of flown through this quick but Jim for a lot of fans in ireland but of course people listen to this just in the uk and europe generally I feel now. Obviously, we have the game in Dublin each year, but I feel that fans are really developing their college knowledge because we now have a, a sort of a big TV deal with Sky Sports. We get to watch college game day, the national championship games, three or four games a day wow. now. So it's pretty awesome. Um, That's cool. But it's it, it's definitely cool. It, it, try to <laughs> spend to your partner. You're, you're like you're watching football on Saturday as well. It's 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 good fun. But uh, <laughs> just with the with the senior bowl for a lot of europeans especially it, it has that online presence but it does seem that this year especially it's just went up a year you know aviana had more planned for 2024 or it, it, it just seems like it's just evolved year on year jim
1: well i'm glad it feels that way because that's certainly been the goal there's no question about that i mean this is year six now that, that that uh we've been here together as a group and in a big push was social media we knew we needed to capture that and take advantage of that So. Um, it might feel a bit bigger. A couple reasons. I mean, we, this is our 75th anniversary. So we're at, we named a 75th anniversary team. We had an online fan vote. We pulled all 32 NFL GMs. They voted for it. Um, right now, we've got about 20 of those guys coming back for game week, which is, which is really cool. Um, Jerry Rice is going to be here cause his son Brennan is in the game. So we have to me, the greatest player of all time coming back. He'll be here at Mobile. Um, you know, Ed McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey. We'll see what happens with the with the 49ers, but they could be back here because they're, you know, Luke, um, uh, they're, you know, Ed's Son is in the game. So a lot going on with the 75th. And then the other part is us being able to bring underclassmen players to the senior bowl now. Um, you know, juniors and I we have I think we have one redshirt sophomore, uh, you know, that that uh in this year's game. So the, the star power of the game has always been great. There's always been a lot of great players and we can talk about. You know, since the last time we spoke, we've had guys like Buka Nakua and Rashi Rice and all these guys kind of blow up in the NFL as rookies. But um, it's going to ratchet that up more. You know, we you, we basically you take the bottom 20 seniors off of our roster and, you know, that we're in like the fifth or sixth, seventh round area. And now you replace them at the top of the roster with 20 underclassmen that are going to be, you know, likely top 100 players. I mean, it certainly
0: ramps up the star value of the game. And we'll definitely dive into some of these guys just in a little bit. One of the things that we've had this year in Ireland is our first ever year of having a college football podcast. So I I have been trying every week, not just to watch different players, but to learn different names. So if I butcher this guy's name, do not laugh at me. Feel free to laugh. But let's, let's dive into some of the players that we will see this weekend. UCLA's Laitu Latu. I probably completely butchered that defensive lineman. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Connell. He said, you got to ask him about this guy. Uh, how excited are you to have him here this weekend?
1: Really excited. You didn't butcher it. I think it's layout to Latu, I think. Boom. but I'll take it.
0: We'll,
1: we'll see when he gets, you were close. You were really, if you weren't on, you were close. I mean, maybe I'm butchering it too. Uh, but no, we're really excited about him. I mean, right now he's, a lot of teams think he's the best pass rusher in the draft. So, you know, for us to get him here, that's a big deal. Um, you know, the difference between him and a lot of other college pass rushers that a lot of these young guys, they just win with speed, or they just win with power. They kind of like they're most of them are one-trick ponies. They go to what they, what works. This kid is a really skilled pass rusher. I mean, he's got an arsenal. Uh, he knows how to work moves. He's very good with his hands. He's just he's got a great instinct for it. He knows how to do it. A lot of these young kids don't know how to do it. Um, they're just really fast coming off the ball or or what what have you. Uh, but when this guy gets cut off or, or you know he gets blocked, he knows how to he knows how to get unblocked. Which the great pass rushers in the NFL know how to do. So uh, I think we're getting a guy that's well beyond his years from a from a skill standpoint. So everyone watches the Senior Bowl for the one on one, whether it's the O line, D line, or the receivers and the defensive backs. I mean, I think this guy's going to be really hard to handle during the week. And we have some great tackles. We have a bunch of first round potential, first round tackles in the game. But I think I think they're going to have their hands full with uh, Mr. Latu.
0: Love it, Jim. And one of the main, I guess, sort of fusion points for NFL fans and, and college football fans in Ireland and Europe is that connection that you mentioned guys like Puka there and seeing players and also coaches. We see the Jets DC, uh, Jeff Ulbrich, Texas defensive line coach, Terrell Williams. They're gonna be the head coaches of the game this weekend. How excited are are you to have both these guys in in mobile and just what can they bring to the game?
1: Yeah, both excited about both of them. And I'll, I'll start with Jeff Ulbrick because he's a guy that that I recommended. So I you know I we're we're not in control of who, who coaches our game. That's up to the NFL league office, but they did allow me a wish list of guys. Um, and Jeff Ulbrich was at the top of that list. He was, he was actually down here in mobile what, uh, like two or three years ago with the jet staff. And uh, that was when the lions and the jets, it was Dan Campbell's first year uh, after his first year in Detroit. And in both those staffs did such an unbelievable job of just bringing juice and bringing energy and competitiveness and, which are all critical during our week. I mean, these kids—it's a long week for these players—and to to get them through, um, you got to have guys that have that energy. And and the cool thing about Jeff is that he played in the Senior Bowl. He was—he started for one year in college at the University of Hawaii, which for there people that—it's an island in the middle of the Pacific. So um, you know they don't—they they do not play great football out there. I um, mean, he—he's even sad. He's like Jim. He, he was a third-round draft pick um, coming out of college. He's like, I wouldn't have been drafted if it weren't for the Senior Bowl. So he has a great testimonial. He's got a great message himself to our players. It's one thing for me to get up in front of him and talk about the value of the Senior Bowl. It's another thing for a guy who's, whose life was truly impacted because Jeff went on to play whatever it was, 10, 11, 12 years in the National Football League. So excited about him. And then Terrell Williams is a guy that I met, whatever it was, 15, 20 years ago when I was a college scout in the NFL and he was a defensive line coach at, at Purdue University um, in Indiana. And now he's grown and he's been in the NFL and done great things. And you know, you have a good person. I mean, regardless of what walk of life, you know, what what career what career you're in, when you hire someone and your phone blows up telling you about how great that person is. And again, I, 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 I've I met Terrell you know we, our paths have crossed but I don't know him great but as soon as he was announced as one of our coaches I mean literally my phone is blowing up from guys in the NFL that have worked with him been on the same team as him and they're like Jim you get you got a great one so we're, we're excited to get both those guys down here
0: for anyone on the fence on what you're doing this Saturday there you go straight up love it man uh, let's talk quarterback now I, ha- I have to say f- fair play to you I, I know you spend time getting these rosters together, getting the invites together. Michael Pratt, Bull Nix, Michael Fenix to, to start off with, stellar quarterback lineup. Is it the best quarterback lineup ever in the senior bowl? It's just a super lineup one.
1: I don't like speaking about past senior bowls because I wasn't here. I'll speak to the ones I've been here for, and I, I, do, yes, think it's best, <laughs> I do think it's our best quarterback group. It could be. Um, I'll say this. That group, whatever it was four years ago, with Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and now Jordan Love. Um, it's going to be kind of hard to top that one, especially seeing how Jordan Love, you know, kind of came into his own in the playoffs here for Green Bay. But, but this is an an exciting class. I think every year you go into the fall, into the college football season, and and you've got a couple names. You know, I've got a couple guys in the back of my head. Like we need to get this guy to have a good game. We need to get this guy to have a really good game. Um, and Michael Penix Jr. And, and Bo Nix were certainly two of those names. So. Um, we can talk about both of them if you want, but we're, we're fired up to get both of them. I think they both have a chance to be first-round quarterbacks, so uh, really exciting for us.
0: Bring it on, man. Uh, are there, like, I mean, you mentioned some of the quarterback names there and somebody, some, just some of the guys as well. I, I think I ask you this every year now, so if it's a deep dive, don't kill me, but are there one or two sort of small school guys that are taking part on Saturday that I guess fans in Ireland and Europe should maybe be aware of going into the draft season now that we look at the abyss? of no football for six months <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: i'll i'll say this not to dive in not to go on a different path on you but you know if college if college fans over there are aware of the transfer portal um and the nil the name image and likeness the money that these players can get in college now it's really it's it's in a, in in really a, a year or two a short period of time it has affected the small school players in our game What's happening now is if you're a really good small school player before your senior year, a lot of these guys are jumping to a bigger school for their last year. So it is, it has been, it's, this was a, we used to average around 10 or 11 small school players a year. And this year, I think that number is like four or five guys, maybe three. Um, so it was difficult, but um, there's a couple names I'll, I'll give you like Dylan Lauby is a name. Um, he's a running back from New Hampshire. And uh he is a guy. Earlier this year, they played one game up a level against Central Michigan, which is a a, a bigger classification from where New Hampshire is. Um, and he set a, He set a college football record. He had 295 receiving yards from the running back position in one game. I think it was 12 catches. So um, he is uh, again. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's Christian McCaffrey because he's a white running back. I'm not going to do that. That's unfair to Dylan. Um, but the you know if you've been following for, if you've been following football for the for a while. Uh, the new England Patriots used to have a guy named Danny Woodhead. Um, and I do think Dylan Lobby is a lot like Danny Woodhead and Danny Woodhead was a small school player as well from a small school in Nebraska. Um, so those guys are similar. That's one. And then there's another player named Jalex Hunt, um, who's an outside linebacker from Houston Christian, who also has a really cool backstory. He was an Ivy league player. You know, our Ivy leagues over here, are top academic universities and, uh, and, but they don't typically play NF, you know, they don't send a lot of guys to the NFL from the Ivy leagues. And, uh, he was there as a safety. He was at, he was at, uh, I believe Cornell, uh, university as a safety. And now he's at Houston Christian university as an outside linebacker. So really a transformation, really a cool, and he, and he never started at Cornell. Um, he was never a starter. So he transferred to Houston Christian, Houston Christian and kind of blew up. Um, so there's a couple of small school names for you.
0: Thank you very much on behalf of every fan over here I' I'm just sort of going on the whole the whole Nil talk you tweeted at the time of recording yesterday about the draft and you know potential issues you could have in, in sort of later rounds for for fans over here do you mind sort of explaining what you meant by that because I think it's a really fascinating point Jim as we look forward now two months time to Detroit
1: yeah I it's it you know we we're in a pretty unique spot at the senior bowl in terms of, you know, we have a scouting staff of all these former NFL scouts and we're at all these games and we're trying to do this as close to what an NFL franchise would be doing it on a, on a much smaller budget. I'll say that. Um, so, but, but the, the fascinating thing was, um, again, with NIL money, which these schools are spending a lot of money to keep players in school right now. And I've heard that I'm not just making this up. I've heard this from a lot of agents and I've heard it from players themselves when they didn't get a senior bowl invite, they really started thinking about going back to school. And, and again, because of the junior thing, right? Like this was a hard year for, for me trying to put this thing together because we've never had the juniors before and they're typically highly, highly drafted players. So we, we really saved a few roster spots at every position, hoping to get a few juniors at every spot. So like some positions, like the, the safety class, I think we got five or six juniors, you know, the receiver, we didn't get any junior receivers. So, I mean, I'll learn moving forward. But so my only point in saying all that is, we we only invited about 100 seniors in November. We usually get to about 130. We saved about 30 roster spots. So there were there were some seniors that if we didn't if we weren't getting juniors this year, we would have invited. There was a couple of running backs that if juniors weren't going to be in the in the mix for us, we would have invited these seniors. Well, they didn't get a senior bowl invite. And they jumped in the transfer portal and they moved schools. And pro- so, what I'm saying is, like, as we worked through the month of December and into the beginning of January, all the, like the late round grades, all the fifth, sixth, and seventh round players that you know we would have we would have come back to after the juniors, you know, either didn't come out or they told us no that they were locked into being a first round pick and they didn't didn't want to put their bodies on the line. We were circling back to some seniors, and they were already back in college. Um, so the depth of our draft, I mean, really, we're staring at the board and we're calling players and we're calling schools and they're like, no, Jim, he's coming back to school. He's coming back to school. So we're taking names off the board and it's picked clean. Um, so I think the the depth of this draft, the fifth, sixth and seventh rounds, I think teams are going to end up drafting players because they're going to be stuck with picks and no one to pick. They're going to be picking players that ideally they saw as free agents, um, I think this is a really strong draft through the first four rounds, and that's really where we live for our for our roster selection. All these guys that we see as top four, maybe a couple fifth round guys, uh, but that later day three. And again, it doesn't affect us, so I'm not complaining. But if you're an NFL team and you're stuck with all these day three draft picks, I mean, you can't be loving it. You can't. You can't. You, that it can't be a great situation. So um, it's just a dynamic to keep. You know, think about as we get to April and where your team might be, your favorite team might be with their day three picks.
0: It's fascinating because for us, the Saturday is the one day where we can sit down and go, okay, this is on a decent time. Obviously, we're all set up to watch the draft, the Thursday and Friday, but that's that's fascinating. And it's going, to be, it's going to be really interesting to sort of see and compare and contrast that, not just this year, but just going forward as well. Jim, yeah. for people listening, you've been, not just now, but you're very, very generous with your time, just, just finally... Another successful year. It's great to see the game back in Mobile again. What does the Senior Bowl mean to you personally?
1: Uh, it has a great question. I've never been asked what it means to me. It, it means a whole lot because it means a lot to me because it means a lot to our city. And I'm not from Mobile, Alabama, but my wife is. And we moved here 17 years ago and our son was a year old. Um, and he's in, he's in college now. So, um, And our daughter is in 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 high school. She's 15 years old. So this is home to them. Um, It's my wife's hometown. It's my kid's hometown. This is home. Um, And the Senior Bowl means everything to our city. It's been here, like I just said, we're celebrating our 75th year. And you can imagine, um, we're not a very big city. You know, we're not not big enough. We're not remotely big enough to have an NFL franchise. Um, So for us to have really the one NFL property um, that doesn't belong to an NFL city, we take a lot of pride in that. And of course, you know, for a city this size, um, it brings a it's a it's a huge economic boost to our community as well. I mean, where this is there's not a lot of money flowing around Mobile, Alabama. So for this game to be here and all these people coming in the, the players and the coaches and the agents and the media. I mean, we credentialed over a thousand media members again this year, and they're all staying in hotels and they're all eating at, at restaurants and they're all drinking at pubs and rep in bars. Like that's big. That's big for our city. So um, yeah, it, it it does mean a lot. And, and and to be kind of the steward for this game for now, my sixth year, I feel fortunate to have this position. And and uh, again, I know where this sits, you know, in the world of the NFL. I know, I know what the thirty-two guys that run, I know what the thirty-two GMs, I know what the what the coaches and the scouts feel about the Senior Bowl. And it's a big responsibility, you know, to be at this game and and have it be successful. So um, sorry to be long-winded, but it means a lot. It really means a lot.
0: Here, yeah, man it, it was a great answer and, and, and thank you for being so in depth there as well and I thing for anyone that is not that anyone's on the fence but anyone looking for something to do while we're waiting for next weekend and you're on the fence there you go you can watch the 2024 senior bowl, Reese's senior bowl this weekend on nfl network if you're in ireland or europe wherever a, a nfl network on the zone game pass in europe double check your listings it may be on sky sports but definitely on nfl network on the zone game pass Jim, as we say in Ireland, and maybe we'll see you here in week zero. I say this every year. I promise you, Jim, I'll get, we will get over soon. I promise. Leave Who's him.
1: playing in week zero over there this year? I get, FSU, I get
0: Georgia Tech. Okay. All right, that's, that's a good that's, that's a little bit spicy now, so certainly... Uh,
1: <laughs> I You need to figure out a way to get over here, and I need to figure out a way to get over there.
0: We will make it work. I mean, like, I... It's funny because we said off camera just for people on the on the podcast. Usually, we're flying over to the Super Bowl whenever that game is on, so we get to watch it on like a US cable network on the on, on the plane, and it's great we can watch it. But we will make it work if not next year, the year after, one hundred percent. But Jim, you've always and everybody, you know, even the whole background team have been very very gracious with your time, but more so your access as well. So thank you so much, and I know one day we we will be there. But enjoy the game this Saturday, and we'll chat to you soon. yeah
1: oh, thank you so much, and again. For all those, uh, everyone over there, the NFL Plus app, our practices will be on the NFL Plus app as well. Uh, so you can see all our practice coverage. Uh, but thank you again for having me on. I love doing this every year. Uh, and yeah, we got to make it work. I got to get over there. I got to go have a have a pint of Guinness with you and, and check out the Knowles and
0: uh, Georgia Tech.
1: That'd be awesome. Now
0: nah, you're talking about in folks. Thank you.